1: Surviving Sister Wives contains adult content that may not be suitable for Latter-day Saints or sinners. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Hello and welcome to Surviving Sister Wives, the podcast where a monogamous couple drink heavily while recapping Sister Wives on TLC. I'm Corey, And I'm Carly. And this is Season 17, Episode 4, And Then There Were 3
1: we're whittling them down we're getting right down into the business of
0: it now aren't there really two mary doesn't count mary
1: doesn't count cody knows this everybody in the family except for mary knows this (laughs) at this point
0: very generous of tlc and the producers two and a half maybe no just two
1: (laughs) yeah it'd be like two and a half men but it's just two and a half wives with cody
0: you want to hit us with that TLC episode description.
1: That sweet, sweet TLC description. I know we're all dying for it. Janelle makes a major decision about her living situation without telling Cody. The family disagrees about the kids returning back to school. Then Christine gathers her sister wives to reveal that she's divorcing Cody.
0: First off, we have to talk about the major change in direction that Discovery Plus made this week with the tile image for Sister Wives changing to a picture of Robin when it was previously Christine.
1: We had the solo shot of Christine, and that made sense because it's Christine leaving the family. That's kind of the point of the season.
0: She's the star of the season. So why did we downgrade to Robin? And Robin, of all people,
1: she's really sticking her neck out for her Sister Wives here.
0: (laughs) As always, it's out there. And she's
1: puffing it out on the picture that's on the Discovery Plus app as well.
0: Anyway, back to this description. The family disagrees about returning back to school. That was last week. Last week. And I mean, we mention it in passing,
1: but it's more of a Two glossing seconds. over. It's, it's nothing. Not a major conversation. We need something more accurate. We need a better expectation alignment of what we're supposed to be seeing this episode. Carly, hit us with the episode rewrite description.
0: Janelle invests in a getaway home on wheels. Mary is blindsided when Christine steals her position as first ex-wife. Cody pretends he'll file for custody of Truly. Robin hopes everyone will embrace the patriarchy.
1: Oh man, that's a good episode description. <laughs> I was going to say though, it's Janelle. She should want to have this as a getaway option, but they don't even have a vehicle that can tow it. She's getting one. That's plan number two. I guess, yeah, that is the, the point here that we're going to get to. Just add it in. It's just part of the budget now. Whatever.
0: Announcements before we get into the episode
1: here. It's the beginning of the month. It's the best time to join the Patreon, the family, the virtual cul-de-sac, if you will.
0: You can do that over on patreon.com slash surviving pod, where we have over 100 episodes of content available at the $5 tier.
1: Oodles of content, if you will.
0: You can also join us on Discord, where we are having conversations all week about Sister Wives and, you know, lots of other trashy reality TV shows.
1: For sure. Huge thanks to all of our patrons out there, except for the basement wife tier, as (laughs) always.
0: Let's get this pony in the water, because it's got a long way to swim to the end of this episode.
1: (laughs) And for the new listeners out there, because again, this is newer season, we might have picked up some listeners along the way, let's get this pony in the water is kind of a... Euphemism, a turn of phrase that we've developed here. Carly, on one of our margarita episodes, I think it was our first margarita episode. It was tequila induced. Yeah, it was just one of those things where that was what came out when we were talking about, let's get this started. And uh, so that's kind of become an ongoing joke on the pod, if you will. If you're wondering about what the pony's doing in the water, we're trying to figure out the same thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
0: All of our overseas listeners are wondering is that an American phrase? No.
1: It is not. (laughs) Rest assured, it is not. Anyway, okay, jumping into the episode here, we've got Christine. We've got her on the balcony of her home in Flagstaff. We're getting drone shots. we got some production value right out the gate here.
0: She is flying high on those Oma vibes now that Avalon has been born.
1: She's back from St. George. She's washed all that junk off of her. Ugh, gross.
0: Turns out, Tony makes a beautiful baby girl.
1: Which was not a sentence I was expecting to hear on the show.
0: Just stick that face on a baby. Maybe she'll have those locks one day.
1: I think that was it. It was all subtle jokes about Tony's hair. Is that <laughs> what it
0: was? <laughs> Let's pretend that it was uh, sarcasm. But Tony has jumped right into fatherhood, something that Cody never really did. And Christine's really happy to see where things are at now. So she's left St. George. Gross. And she is back here in Flagstaff.
1: So we're still, we have all of this great stuff that's going on in St. George, even though it's gross. We're back home. And yeah, there's still a couple of things that we got to tend to. We got to tell the wives that we're leaving Cody.
0: Preferably before the dopamine fades, because she's really having a hard time working up the appetite to do this. It's still
1: in the you know, planning stages. She's been putting it off. Let's be honest here
0: then just hard cut out of nowhere to Janelle and Cody hiking somewhere on Coyote Pass.
1: We're on the land. Cody is continuing to lie to us that they plan to develop this land and build on this land. It's some bullshit.
0: I just want to point out that the weather looks just fine to be hanging out outside.
1: Oh, I thought that well, that's a subtle reference to Cody referencing that it's too cold to go see Isabel outside and visit, but then also I thought it was a joke about Janelle needing to cut the conversation short because there's some weather rolling in. <laughs> so it can go both ways. Could be both. So yeah, Cody's meeting with Janelle. She has some housing troubles, which seems to be the moral of the story for the entire series. That's the overarching story is a housing crisis in America.
0: <laughs> in case you didn't know, that's what Sister Wives is really about. That's
1: what it is. So they started filming in around 2008, 2009. It's actually a documentary about the housing <laughs> crisis. Forget polygamy. We're over polygamy
0: now. A tale as old as time, Janelle's landlord has decided to sell her rental. But we're not
1: strapped financially or anything. We could totally mortgage and, and afford this house to just swoop in and outbid whatever bid offer was made on this house. We could totally do that. But we don't want to take a mortgage on this house because it's not that great of a house. Plus, it's just going to set us back from building on the land. And that's Janelle's dream.
0: Why tie our money up in real estate when we could use that money to build out on the property?
1: Here's the thing. You can't build on the property until you have property lines. And you can't do property lines until you pay off the land and do site surveys and change the actual plots.
0: What did you think of Cody's reaction when she brought this up?
1: I think he realized we're down in income. And so I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to pull this off. Janelle doesn't know that Christine's leaving officially yet. He can't tell her.
0: They don't have the money to pay off these lots. Never mind start building. Again, our theory is that they are never going to build on Coyote Pass. Cody is way past that. He is enjoying life in the Shiraz Chateau with Robin, their million dollar home. He is going to sell this property at a profit as soon as he can, unload it. And they're going to pack up those U-Hauls. And move to their next destination.
1: But what's the uncertainty at this level? It's what happens to Christine's plot. She's talking about leaving. Is she going to hold on to this just to fuck up my life and ruin this deal for me? Maybe. She might be as petty as me. Are we going to have to buy it from her? Wouldn't that be a bitch?
0: Janelle doesn't give a shit. She has already made a decision here.
1: Yeah, we got to deal with the current crisis. Put that behind you. Worrying about the plots. Worrying about the land. Deal with the problem that's in front of you. Janelle doesn't have a house. She will be out on the streets in 60 days.
0: And things don't look that good because she tells us she had a little conversation with the realtor. The realtor has told her, you're better off just buying this shithole that I would really like to make my commission off of instead of looking for a rental because rentals are pretty scarce. But Cody, no, 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 no. Cody's not going to listen to the professional here. He still has a ton of real estate knowledge from two years ago when he and robin had to look for a rental
1: he's a real estate tycoon he sold all of those houses in vegas right before the bottom dropped out before that market was ever going to it was never going to go any higher than it was never absolutely not has it since then yeah a little bit they'd be in a better spot now if they were trying to sell them but it was way easier to find a rental when he was looking 2 years ago with robin in a pre-pandemic market So it shouldn't be that hard for Janelle to find a rental now.
0: No, they found rental after rental after rental when he looked with Robin, but none of them were big enough. None of them were fancy enough. And as we know, Janelle does not have the same standards as Robin. Hers are much lower. So this should be easy peasy.
1: Super easy. Robin needs it big. Janelle doesn't.
0: Just adequate.
1: Just enough to get her by. But it turns out the new plan, forget the rentals. Rentals are off the table. Don't want to buy anything because then that'll tie up our money in a mortgage. Janelle just wants to buy an RV or a trailer and plop that onto Coyote Pass. That's going to be the easiest way to fix this problem. There's one left in the entire country that she's had her eye on.
0: And she already put money down on it. So really, this is just another meeting to inform Cody of a decision that has already been made. Janelle
1: isn't fully involved in the discussions that have taken place between Robin and Cody because she doesn't know that they're just holding onto the land to sell it eventually. So she still is under the impression that, yes, eventually they will develop and build on this land, which is never going to happen.
0: She's trying to force their hand to start building on Coyote Pass because she knows it's not going to happen. She's
1: calling the bluff. And at this point, it's not looking good.
0: Other things that aren't looking good. Uh, she bought a five wheel, a fifth wheel. Is that what you call it? She, they were referring to it as a fifth wheel. I thought that was Mary's position. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: But there's, it doesn't, it's not self driving, this RV. <laughs>
1: no, there's no engine attached.
0: So that means they need a vehicle to tow it. And as we know, Cody has this big truck that we have seen him driving around in not since big the beginning enough. of the pandemic. Not big enough. Not big enough.
1: No, no, no. Right
0: away, he says, nope, we're going to have to get something else to move it because my truck won't do it.
1: Janelle has bought an RV fifth wheel that is 15,000 pounds. It's a lot. It's a big RV. 15,000 pounds is 6,800 kilograms, roughly, for the international audience to wrap your minds around that. But basically, yeah, Janelle is asking Cody, we need a one-ton truck to haul this thing. Because who delivers that? FedEx? UPS? Who's going to drop that off?
0: Do you remember how hard it was to buy cars? It's still hard to buy cars, but particularly at this point in the pandemic. Well, this was like early
1: 2021. Was it getting that scarce yet? I know the chips and everything in the cars. There's no chips in this guy. There's no engine. There's no nothing.
0: No, I mean in the truck that they have to buy. Oh, the truck. That she thinks it's going to be so easy to find a truck. Yeah, I
1: don't think they realize how difficult all of this is going to be.
0: Also, she said she spent eighty-two thousand dollars on the RV. Then what you're going to spend at least another twenty to thirty on the truck?
1: Oh, thirty to forty, easy.
0: So, so, how much money is this much better than putting a down payment on the house that she wanted to buy?
1: Well, so here's my thing too. They go right to oh, we're going to have to buy a truck. If you're talking about bringing this fifth wheel to the property and leaving it there, why do you need to buy a truck? How many times are you going to move it when it's here? Can you maybe just rent a truck when you do
0: need to move it? No, no, we just buy what we need. So
1: like 500 bucks a week when you do need to move it, maybe?
0: I don't know. I don't know if you can rent a vehicle and tow a 15,000 pound RV behind it. I think
1: you can. I think you can rent a U-Haul, which can tow stuff like that as well, too.
0: Can we say the most impressive part of this is that Cody did not actually attempt to hook this up to his truck and pull it anyway?
1: I was waiting for him to reassure her that his truck will certainly be able to handle this job. Here's the other piece where I'll give credit as well too. With masculinity as fragile as Cody's is, I am shocked that he did not actually have a truck that was already super duty, super sized for this. Up and ready to go.
0: We have to get another shot of his truck. That way we could look it up but and see the truth behind it. Was he lying or can it actually pull something like this?
1: No, everybody seems to be... Readily convinced that (laughs) Cody's truck is not prepared to handle this job.
0: Anyway, let's talk about some of the other important people who are part of this decision. Savannah, who is going to have to also live in this RV, said it's cool with her as long as this is temporary, meaning build a house for me to live in.
1: Got to get building on the land. Again, it comes down to Janelle's just informing Cody of the decision that was already made. She has to go into her whole backstory. It's the same story she always tells him, where she's been waking up at 2 a.m. every night, panicking, having anxiety attacks about this decision, and it needed to be done, and nothing was going to happen unless she decided to do something. So she did something, which is upsetting to Cody, because now this leaves his baby boys, Gabe and Garrison, his sweet, sweet, innocent boys. What, they're supposed to just move on to an RV on the land as well?
0: Where are they supposed to go to Janelle? I didn't just try to kick them out.
1: You're just gonna try and kick my poor, innocent baby boys out on the street like that.
0: I will say, checkmate to Janelle for making sure this was a situation where the boys can't live with her. Like there's not even an opportunity for them to stay in here with her, so that Cody can't say he can't come over because Gabe and Garrison have been there.
1: So is Garrison just gonna park his? trailer on the RV next to it or adjacent to it around the same plot area.
0: No, no. The other side of the land where Cody Cody doesn't go. Yeah. Where he won't know it is. He'll start charging him rent.
1: It'll be right around there. Yeah. You have
0: to pay for your parcel if you're going to park that out here.
1: Oh, man. So, yeah, she just wants him to... Janelle just wants to make the property happen any way that she can. This is her way of kickstarting this process, not just sitting around and talking about it anymore. We're going to actually start doing things. We're going to put funds into developing the land and get going on this process.
0: I feel like Christine leaving has made Janelle think about a few things. And my guess is we're buying an RV because she knows she wants one. That's eventually something she would like to do, travel around in an RV. And she wants to build on Coyote Pass because if she's leaving this family, she's at least getting that house that she wants.
1: Before... They part ways.
0: Yes. She likes it here. She's always been the one who likes it in Flagstaff. She wants to live on the land, blah, blah, blah. She's trying to get her house built out there before everything falls apart.
1: Live on the land or live off the land? I think that was an issue that we had with TLC posts <laughs> on social media this week as well, too.
0: I don't think you can live off the land on Coyote Pass. There's not even fresh water.
1: Yeah, it's just a lot of poo water.
0: What a lot of dog plague.
1: Contaminated soil. I don't know if they ran any tests.
0: The highlight of this is when Janelle actually has to ask Cody if he will stay in the trailer with her.
1: Because she needs to have that on camera. (laughs) We need to have this documented. Yes, you said that you were going to stay with me in the trailer. And Cody's already having flashbacks. He lived in a double wide with Janelle at one point early on in their relationship. Wasn't great. But that was also during the time when he was first meshing Janelle into the family here and Mary was not... The ideal spouse to introduce in that scenario.
0: She was clawing around everywhere.
1: She was pretty upset,
0: to say the least. Hissing, clawing, very angry. Then Cody starts to ramble about how he has wives who work with him or work against him. And over the years, all of them have kind of done something different. Christine used to be very complacent or very, that's not the right word.
1: Compliant. <laughs>
0: Compliant. The tequila hit. Uh, she used to be very compliant. Chanel is just out there making her own decisions. And we know Cody hates an independent woman more than anything right now.
1: Yeah, Mary was usually pretty much on his side. I like how he refers to Mary in the past tense, always, like she's no longer with us.
0: Just put a headstone out on Coyote Pass.
1: <laughs> just, that's your plot. And then, of course, Robin, she's always been there for him.
0: Now we have to talk about the logistics of moving, which we all love after watching so many moves.
1: Season 14.
0: (laughs) Season 14 was enough.
1: That was all moves.
0: We have PTSD, but Cody says he also does, especially from this last move that he had to do. Yeah,
1: this last one was rough.
0: So he is turning down whatever offer Janelle has to buy him pizza and beer.
1: Not going to do it. No. No. The cost has increased, but then Janelle has to warn him too. Heads up, I've checked around. There are zero, count them, zero storage units available in town. So if we are moving stuff, we won't be able to store anything because I know you're a lazy piece of shit and you don't do all the moves at the same time. We just end up shelling out a bunch of money for storage units along the way. We can't do that. That is literally not an option this time around.
0: So what you're saying is Coyote Pass once again gets to live out its destiny as a storage unit.
1: Yes, we're going to just pick a couple of, you know, we should get some of the pods. That's what we should do. Has anybody told the Brown family about pods?
0: I think this would be right
1: on par for them.
0: But isn't this an opportunity here? It is the best time that you could possibly think of to build a storage unit. That's what you should build.
1: I still think that would be the profit maker for them at this point. Minimal things to maintain with that scenario as well, too. But I love how Janelle said that she talked to Cody about this before, but now he's acting like this is all new information to him that's coming out of completely out of left field.
0: That's what he does. He has conversations with them and then he decides, do I care about this? And if the answer is no, he erases it.
1: Does this have to do with me directly? Not really. Don't care. Don't care.
0: Figure it out yourself.
1: Let me know when you have to sign a check for it.
0: Christine has been home for eight minutes and she's already pissed. We're picking back up here after the conversation they had in last week's episode the Zoom call about going back to school.
1: So we're suspecting that this is the venting footage after that zoom call from the last episode cuz she had the same shirt on it seems like it was right after that call had wrapped up because she's immediately complaining about how annoying this conversation was with the rest of the family
0: right she's still upset we saw her get upset last week about how Cody had asked Brianna not to go back to school but you know doesn't ever pick up the phone to talk to Isabel in general never mind asking her to please not go back to school too.
1: So she's upset that, again, Isabel is being put into this position, very similar to Gabe and Garrison, like we mentioned last week as well too. You have to pick between your friends or you have to pick between seeing dad. You can't have both, even though she probably totally could, but whatever, that's fine. Cody is just wounded that Isabel wants to see her friends more than him is what he's read this situation as. So... I don't know why that comes as such a shock for Cody that a teenage daughter would want to go hang out with her friends more than their dad.
0: Don't be mad at me because I have standards. Setting the standard.
1: Cody is setting standards this season, so I guess he can't get mad at Christine when she'll say the same thing to him soon.
0: Did you like his little stab that he had to add in there about how uh, she says I'm not there anyway, so I guess she can go to school then.
1: I also didn't understand how Cody was getting upset that Truly and Isabel have to go to sleep. When he comes over to Christine's house and it's like, yeah, well, I guess they don't stay up as late as Robin's house running (laughs) on a different clock over there.
0: Sorry, truly not sleeping in your bed, kicking you until 2 a.m. in the morning.
1: Four, five, six.
0: Also, don't come over at 730 at night then.
1: If you come over at bedtime, yes, they're going to bed. They have things to do.
0: That's what Christine said last season that he comes over. They'll maybe eat dinner. Sometimes he comes after dinner. They'll play a game. And then he goes to sleep. Maybe watch a show. Everyone goes to bed and he leaves. Maybe they'll throw on a couple episodes of Dahmer. (laughs) Just a couple few. Too long. He's going with Wheel. Yeah. He's got 22 minutes.
1: uh, 22 minutes with commercials.
0: This is just an annoying situation. Christine isn't going to fight with him about it because really there's no point. They're not going to come to a solution. So You're
1: just going to talk in circles. All this is, is it's a reminder to Christine... Boy, I really need to tell the other wives that I'm leaving because most of this is not going to pertain to me moving forward. So I really just need to bite the bullet here and tell them I'm out.
0: Now it's time for a family meeting and not the one we were all hoping to see at this point in the episode. Instead, everyone is going to gather at Janelle's house because she has a big announcement.
1: We have a classic TLC bait and switch (laughs) going on here because yes, this is not the conversation that we want. It's a backyard hangout at Janelle's house. You have to rustle your way through the raspberries, fight your way through the thorns, all the way to the seat that she's established for you in the back of the backyard.
0: They're just vines coming to life, grabbing you by the ankle.
1: It's like in Jumanji.
0: (laughs) You need a sword as you go through there.
1: Shoot a poison dart into your throat if you get too close.
0: One hit Robin. (laughs) (laughs) They're aiming for the goiters. Did you like when everyone pulled up at the beginning, we saw Cody get out of his truck and then we saw Christine get out of a brand new white sports car?
1: A little two-seater because she's got nothing else holding her back.
0: Maybe her new boyfriend who wants all of Cody's money encouraged her to buy that.
1: I hope she's taking financial advice from her imaginary boyfriend. (laughs) With your boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Very anticlimactic, Janelle just tells all the wives that She has to move out of her house by the end of June. She bought a fifth wheel, and she's going to live out on the property.
1: So immediately, Christine is so happy for Janelle. Mary even points out, this is like a dream come true for you, Janelle. This
0: is great. Great news. And then we watch years worth of footage where Janelle has expressed an interest in living out on the land, any land, really, in an RV.
1: Janelle has always, and we mean always, always. Wanted to live in an RV, and footage all the way back to 2011 can prove that. Repeatedly stated.
0: Everyone else is just happy it's not them. Christine, Mary, Robin, they all say this is their version of hell. It's a nightmare. They do not want to do this. Sounds miserable, but good for Janelle.
1: If that's what you want, honey, go for it. So Janelle's doing it, because nobody else is gonna. Nobody else is going out on the land.
0: She wants to invest that money into the property rather than putting it into a house. Or, you know. Just a home on wheels that she can drive far, far away from Cody if she needs to. It's
1: also a backup plan. (laughs) So this is good. It's a good temporary fix and also a just in case if you really need it there. So she's expecting maybe about two to four months before they can start building on the land based on the permits. Janelle is basically planning on living in the RV for about a year. And it's like April
0: right now. That's a perplexing part of the plan, given it gets very cold in Flagstaff, it snows, the winters are harsh, and this is not something you can live in over the winter unless it's winterized.
1: Oh, Christine knows. Yeah, the winters where they are in Flagstaff are brutal. It's going to be very cold to live out there in an RV when you don't have water, you don't have heat, you don't have sewage or plumbing.
0: Cody doesn't want the other wives fucking this plan up for him, though, because he doesn't have to worry about this anymore. He doesn't have to look for a rental. That means, you know, spending more time with Janelle away from Robin. So he says the goal is to have Janelle in a house by December before it turns into the Donner party out there.
1: We're hoping to have a little casita built up for Janelle by December, mid-December, maybe, if we're lucky. Little fajita casita. (laughs) Out on the land.
0: Mary's getting suspicious, though.
1: A little suspicious.
0: (laughs) She doesn't know why Janelle's trying to hype them up about this trailer. Because they don't live together in one house anymore. So really, her decisions don't affect them. But she wants them to get excited about it.
1: She starts the wheels a-turning here. Maybe the fifth wheel a-turning. Maybe Cody hasn't been supportive of this. And Janelle needs us to cheer her on and to motivate her on this decision.
0: Or... Maybe. Just maybe she's trying to get you all excited about building on the property years after you said you were already going to be done building on the property.
1: I forgot about that. But the one thing that Mary is excited about is that we have all been talking about maybe building a bathroom on Coyote Pass. So that's what we can use the fifth wheel for. It's basically a really expensive outhouse.
0: Next time they have a fire pit out there, they're making s'mores. Mary has a getaway. She's going to go hang out in Janelle's bathroom and cry. She can go blow up Janelle's bathroom. (laughs) And make Cody change the shitter. The ultimate revenge.
1: Well, yeah, that's when we really start talking about the logistics here. No electricity, no water. Christine's worrying about the logistics of Janelle living on the land in an RV with literally nothing else available to her. She's concerned about Savannah's well-being.
0: There's already all that, but they also have to buy a truck. She tells everyone that. Mary literally laughs out loud. She snorts.
1: (laughs) Because, oh yeah, by the way, it is great that we could drive it anywhere, but I can't drive it anywhere because we don't have a vehicle that can drive it. We don't have anything that can pull it. So we're just going to have to buy another one of those too.
0: Christine's taking her SUV out of the running. Not going to do it. I don't know much about cars and trucks, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to work. And then everybody looks at Cody and he backs out as well. I, I can't help. My truck is too small. It's A wussy truck, according to Christine.
1: Because she couldn't say what she really wanted to say.
0: Do you think he has a pair of balls that hang off the back of it?
1: Oh, some truck nuts? Probably.
0: (laughs) An NRA sticker in the back window.
1: (laughs) So, after reviewing the footage, it appears that Cody's truck is a Nissan Titan V8, which only has a towing capacity of maybe just under 11,000 pounds.
0: So, he is correct. He cannot move this.
1: I'm surprised that. Again, we have reached that conclusion because normally it would just be, oh yeah, I could totally do that.
0: Why does he have this truck? Just to put logs in from Coyote Pass? Mostly for peeling, probably. To I bet you he bought it because they had to get a Christmas tree for Robin's house and he needed something with a larger trunk capacity. <laughs> trunk for the, the tree trunk.
1: He's got some <laughs> junk to put in that trunk. What's she going to do with all this junk? <laughs> all this junk inside the trunk.
0: It's okay, though. Cody has not really enjoyed living in Janelle's dump of a rental. He is used to the accommodations at the Shiraz Chateau. So he's on board with this decision. Let's be real. He's not going to sleep there that much.
1: I did like the analogy that Janelle is literally putting the cart before the horse because (laughs) that is exactly what the fuck is going on. She has purchased way too big of a trailer, way too big of an RV, and they do not even have a vehicle to maneuver that thing.
0: She has a chariot that cannot move at this point, unfortunately. This is where we loop back. Again,
1: Christine's feeling guilty that she only has general vague concerns that she can throw out there about this plan. She can't be full, outright, and open about the fact that she's not planning to live on the property at any point. This, again, is just highlighting the fact you need to tell your sister wives, but she doesn't want to jump all over Janelle's announcement here. We're going to have to set up a separate conversation.
0: Cody wants everyone after this conversation to go home, go home and pray about how we can pay off the property. Did you notice Robin started looking in the other direction when he said they had to get creative about finding solutions to make money? Let's be real.
1: I thought it was very telling. Yeah, where it was immediately when he was asking for creative goals and ways you can come up with paying this down, whether it be MLM related, pink drink. Lula LuLaRoe or Cameo. I guess that's why they all started Cameos around this time.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, he says that as he chugs his Lexus out of his pink drink water bottle.
1: Well, I guess, so Mary did a Cameo for us. So I guess we paid for a little tiny parcel of Coyote Pass in our own way.
0: Again, I am waiting for my certificate that says we are Lord and Lady of Coyote Pass.
1: I'm telling you, you know how they have where you can buy a star and you can name it and stuff like that, or buy a tree in the Amazon type of a thing. If the family opened it up where the fans could buy a little tiny portion of Coyote Pass to help pay that off, they would get that thing paid off overnight.
0: Why aren't you guys on this? That is a scam that you guys need to jump on, Brown family.
1: I probably won't sue you for stealing the idea either. (laughs)
0: Get creative. Can we sell parcels of Coyote Pass? Can I
1: do? So- yeah. What can I do?
0: <laughs> anyway, he's wearing his Lululemon t-shirt. He's drinking his Plexus. He is making a cameo <laughs>
1: while they're recording. <laughs> and he's asking more. I need more ideas because we need more lines of income. Robin has no input, no input on this conversation. because She doesn't like diverting funds away from her and her kids.
0: She doesn't know how to make money. She
1: doesn't want to talk about this. It stresses
0: her out. No, she's doing her part because on her Pinterest board, she has her affirmations where... Money just falls into my lap. (laughs) Exactly. That's her contribution here. That's a guaranteed
1: line of income there.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... Today is finally the day Christine has everyone come into her backyard to find out that she is going to leave Cody.
1: This is the real talk. This is the big talk for the episode. Christine has been dreading it, but it is time. So yes, we're all going to sit down outside in Christine's backyard. She doesn't think this is going to surprise anybody, but poor Mary. She just doesn't count again. Nobody (laughs) takes her into consideration in any of these comments.
0: They're self-filming this, which is interesting because she says she didn't want the camera crew there. She wanted this to be a private conversation and just to keep it within the family for right now.
1: She didn't want it to end up on soap dirt (laughs) immediately following.
0: And we start off. Everybody takes a seat and we are ready to go.
1: So she makes the announcement. She starts it off, tying it back to Janelle's conversation that they had. Funny you should mention living situations because... I've decided to leave Cody.
0: I'm not going to live here
1: no more. I'm not going to be. There is a situation. Not going to be living here. Count me out.
0: Cody and I have been in a rough spot for a long time and I've decided to leave. Leave Cody. Just leave. Just leaving. And then there's like a very long, uncomfortable silence and just bird noises. Yeah, you're just hearing the birds
1: cawing in the background there. Flagstaff wildlife.
0: There's one eyeing up Cody's hair and they're thinking, wow. That is going to make a great addition to my nest.
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah, they've been circling Christine's house for years now.
0: Waiting to get him out in the open. They've sm-
1: Well, no, not even for the hair, but just <laughs> they've sensed there's a uh, there's an ending here that's happening. A conclusion that we're about to reach.
0: Robin says she was so worried that Christine was going to talk about this.
1: Is it like final? Is it like a final decision that's happening? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's it's a done deal.
0: Did you like that she admitted to knowing that Christine had packed up Cody's stuff?
1: I wish we could have seen Mary's reaction to any of this stuff, because I'm sure all of this was just completely new information to her.
0: Really? The real story was he here was Mary. I needed a split screen where we had everyone talking and then just Mary's reaction the whole time.
1: Like a tell all. But just, yeah, just give me her Camera footage only, because Janelle knew. Christine had to tell Maddie. You don't think that that made its way back to Janelle? She kind of had an idea.
0: Of course, everyone's in the loop here, except for Mary, as usual. Poor Mary. On the couch, Robin is trying to, again, act like she has feelings about this, and just it's not computing like most things.
1: A lot of things in Robin's life that she experiences. It doesn't make sense, and she doesn't know what to say.
0: And we're doing our rounds where we have to get the reaction from each wife on the couch. So Mary is next and she tells the producer, this is just a big announcement.
1: It's a really big announcement because we know Mary used to be the announcement wife. She has lost that status.
0: Do you think that she's upset that Christine did not give her the honor of announcing her divorce to the rest of the family?
1: Making it an official Mary announcement? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would... Some of the, uh, the ill will that was rooted here for Mary's side of things.
0: Janelle knew it was coming. It just hits different when it actually happens.
1: So I like where in the midst of Christine leaving Cody, moving out of state, all these other considerations that are going on, she still takes the time here as part of this conversation to circle back to Janelle and mention, if you need to move out in 60 days, you can move here if you want. But what do you think Cody's reaction would be to having Christine be his landlord?
0: I cannot believe he did not lose it at that point. Because you know, there is no way that he is going to pay rent to live in his own house.
1: It's his house, mind you, in his opinion. I just think it's interesting, yeah, that Cody says nothing for any of this stuff. Because this is all stuff that they hashed out between Cody and Christine. They had multiple conversations about this in the library where the breakup happened. And eventually Cody came around to it. So we haven't crossed anything new as far as information that we've uncovered in the conversation. But then we start talking about what happens to the
0: kids. Right now, everybody comes in with the questions on how this is going to work. And Janelle is actually the one who asks about the kids. I really thought that Robin would be the one who would be most concerned about how Saul and Ari are going to take this. But no, she's not bringing up those types of details because she's had time to think them through. Perhaps. Christine keeps bringing it back. It'll be hard, but it'll still be
1: there. We'll still have this kind of similar semblance. It won't be the same. It's just going to look different. Still the same family, but it's just going to look different. And Mary's not having that. She doesn't like that answer because no, it will not be the same.
0: She's pretty sure that if Christine leaves the family, that means she's not a sister wife anymore.
1: That's exactly what that means, Mary.
0: But isn't Mary not really a sister wife anymore and she stayed? Well,
1: that's kind of a gray area, isn't it?
0: She's very black and white, though. She told us. Is her thinking. Oh, well. Also, hallelujah that Christine won't be a sister wife anymore. This hasn't really been working out real well for any of you.
1: I guess, I suppose. But I don't think it's going to make Mary's situation any better, per se.
0: I wonder if Mary has like a, a little glimmer of hope that maybe she'll be promoted from her current situation to an actual wife. I think...
1: Maybe, yeah, this is going to give her a footing of something that her and Cody can connect on. They'll agree that this is terrible for the family. And what a bitch Christine is for putting us in this situation.
0: You're right. We should have thought about that. Mary definitely sat down and said, how is Cody going to take this? And then decided what position she was going to take.
1: Because she admits she's getting angry. She's getting upset in this conversation. And you can tell she's getting a little aggressive. And some of her questioning and some of the responses that she has with Christine.
0: The only nice thing that anyone says during this conversation comes from Janelle. When she says to Christine, I just, I can't really picture our family without you because you've just been the fabric of everything.
1: Because literally there's so much history there. Christine's been such a big part of raising the
0: children. Every memory that Janelle
1: has in the family, Christine's front and center for it.
0: I feel like that was the only thing anyone said during this conversation that was about Christine rather than being about the commitment that she made to the family and tying it back to the principal.
1: Uh, Not guilting her is what you mean, yeah. (laughs) Because then Robin has to ask her question, very important question here. Are you sure, sure, sure? Yeah, it's final, it's done. This is over.
0: That is just the beginning of the stupid things that Robin then says during this episode, because then she's on the couch and she has to remind us again. We know she is the expert in living polygamy, She's also an expert on divorce because she had one of her own.
1: So I know Christine's talking about divorce, but do you really know what that means? Divorce means so
0: much more than I think you could understand. And now Robin has to compare her divorce to Christine's divorce and minimize hers because hers was just one husband, one wife. Remember, they were living plural marriage, though, according to her. And three little children. Instead, we have a whole group of people, five adults, multiple kids, grandchildren, who are all going to be impacted by this. And my divorce was hell. It is still hard now too. Yeah. I just don't understand what she's concerned about because it means nothing for you, Robin. You didn't have a relationship with these people. When did you go over to, to Christine's house and hang out with her? The one time that Christine told you we don't have to do anything together?
1: Yeah, when she was doing the Pennywise pop in, like it was a weird stalker situation. She's just driving around outside Christine's house, waiting for an opportune moment to pop in.
0: She couldn't text her that she was coming over because Christine definitely would have gotten in the car, driven away, and acted like she wasn't there. Not home. Let's do it another time. Rain check. Gotta go. Now Janelle asks a question that really made me wish that Christine had had this conversation individually with each of the wives. What about Truly?
1: This is where Christine has to assure Janelle, she'll be fine. But then she also immediately spouts off like three things that she's really worried about that she's going to experience along the way too. Yes, she's going to miss everybody. It's going to be really tough, but she'll be fine. She'll be fine too.
0: She'll be fine even though I'm taking her away from Cody.
1: And this is the point where Cody decides he's going to chime in and discuss custody because that's not something that we addressed in our two separate private conversations with Christine directly in the past few episodes. You can't take Truly away from me. It'll have to be 50-50.
0: Which is perhaps one of the craziest things that has ever been said on this show.
1: I would say it's right up there. Yeah, because Cody's just trying to say he's not going to let you do this without objecting to it. Meaning, I just want to be a dick about this. I think that's what he's trying to get at.
0: I just wish that she had talked to them without Cody there or one-on-one because... I don't think Cody would have even thought of this. She would have just left the state and then he would have been like, well, what about Truly?
1: (laughs) It would have been way too late, yeah. Well, I love that they did. They did talk about this in those two conversations, maybe not explicitly saying, hey, this is what the custody arrangement will look like, but basically Christine was mentioning, I told you I was going to move to Salt Lake area in Utah and Truly was coming with, so I don't know why this is coming as such a shock to you, because we did discuss this multiple times.
0: Tricked again by another one of his bitch wives, man.
1: Yeah, you. the only thing you told me was that you were moving, but you tricked me into letting you go. You kept asking me to let you go. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. But, like, that wasn't my permission that you could move. And we have to keep cutting to photos of Truly, because it's so we know which kid we're talking about because we don't have any fucking footage of cody and truly together (laughs) so we just have to keep cutting to those family photos from 10 years ago
0: exhibit number one for family court
1: (laughs) please
0: then cody tells christine that she can't stop him from being part of truly's life
1: well technically she could since you haven't been part of her life anyway i think that's the main defense there
0: This is part of what she's been complaining about the entire time that led to the divorce, is that you don't spend enough time with her and her children. But okay, this is where Christine can't handle it anymore. She's on the couch. She is pissed. Now he wants to be part of the kids' lives? He could have had 50-50 the whole fucking time we lived here. Because this is where
1: Cody's complaining. He hasn't been involved in any of these decisions. These are just things that are happening to him. He has no control over them. Christine's just telling him how it's going to be.
0: This whole thing just made me feel sick to my stomach because the situation is that truly is the last pawn that he has left here in this fight with Christine.
1: He's spiraling. Yeah. And that's the last thing that he has to control in the situation.
0: Mm -hmm. He's going to make Christine's life a living hell because this is the only way that he can still get to her.
1: And I thought this was interesting too, because everything that Christine has brought up up until this point. Any new topic that comes up in this divorce separation process, Cody fights her tooth and nail on it. He was against even agreeing to have her leave, have her move, have her decide to leave the family. It took two separate conversations to have him come around to that idea and fully understand her reasoning for it and that it was an acceptance level of letting it happen. Now we have custody coming up. This is a totally new topic for Cody and he's going to fight her tooth and nail on it because that's what he's going to do for every single step of this process.
0: So Christine tells everyone her plan is to move in September. They're going to go to somewhere in the Salt Lake City area. Trulie's coming with her. And then once they get settled, they can figure out the holidays because automatically everybody's starting to freak out about how they had their last full family holiday and they didn't even know it.
1: Was that Christmas at Robbins 2020?
0: Guess it was Ari's super spreader birthday party.
1: Yeah, it could have been.
0: And Janelle's worried because she is thinking Truly's never going to come back here, which is true because it's up to Cody to go get her or <laughs> to initiate having Truly come visit. So
1: oh, Janelle good for knows, it yeah, Janelle knows that's not going to happen. <laughs> no way.
0: And we're still on the topic of the kids. So Christine points out, no, Truly is closest to basically her bio siblings and their spouses. So. We're going somewhere where she's going to have a community of people who she's close to.
1: This is where Cody's confused. You have a community here. You have this weird urge to go to Utah, but this is home. And that's what Christine was trying to explain to him. No, the people that truly has as a support system that we really enjoy being around and who enjoy being around us are in Salt Lake. So we're going to go to Salt Lake. It ain't here.
0: Then Robin asks if she's done with them. What about me?
1: Right, yeah, because Robin's done talking about the kids now. Let's talk about us. How does this affect me?
0: Which I thought was some shit because Christine says, no, it doesn't end their relationship. But as we know from, was it the People magazine or Us Weekly? One of the interviews that Christine did to promote the season. She said Mary and Robin haven't talked to her since she left. So way to go, Robin. Trying to bring something up to make yourself look good and then actually not do anything to act on it.
1: Well, I love too. Christine should have been honest with her and be like, I think it will we'll probably maintain the same way, because I think that was basically what she was pointing out, because people that I don't have relationships with, yeah, it'll probably continue the same way. I'm not going to build a relationship now that I'm leaving the family. What the fuck is that?
0: And now we get on to the property conversation.
1: Yeah, because Robin has more zinger questions here for Christine. Are you still planning on moving out to Coyote Pass?
0: What don't these people understand about she's moving to Utah?
1: She's divorcing Cody. Why is she going to come live on an adjacent plot to you?
0: (laughs) Why do you want to be your next door neighbor to your ex?
1: Would you move back with your ex-husband,
0: Robin? I wish they would ask questions like that. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Fucking dumb. So dumb. But Robin's in shock. She hasn't seen a lot of positive examples of a wife leaving plural marriage. So she's worried. There's a storm coming. There might be some weather. Yeah. Let Janelle know.
0: Mary's still trying to figure out what's going on here. So she is rewinding the tape. She's going all the way back to life in the cul-de-sac. And she says, you know what? Christine was angry all the time. And she was like very reserved.
1: Was she angry or was she angry? Because <laughs> I think Mary said it kind of a strange way.
0: Well, you know, Mary had a few nips before they started to interview her.
1: Do what you got to do.
0: So she is recoloring the past with what is happening in the current day. Whatever makes you feel better, Mary, whatever helps you process what's going on here.
1: And then we really start digging into this community aspect here, too, because we were already talking about truly support system. What does that mean for Cody? What does that mean for the rest of the family? Cody is suspecting... That the main reason why Christine wants to move to Utah is so she can openly date other men. That is his assessment on this situation. That is why Christine wants to move to Utah so bad.
0: You're on national television. Don't you think that anywhere that she moves, people are going to know that she is Christine Brown from Sister Wives, who just left Cody Brown? Why does he think that it's better in Utah?
1: Well, I think it's just it's not Flagstaff. He doesn't get to keep an eye on her.
0: Oh, Okay. I think
1: that's the issue that he's taking with this.
0: Oh, yeah. She wants to date in private.
1: Must be. He referred to it as she won't have his stink on her <laughs> anymore. No. Which, which I hope, I hope not. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hope so.
0: It's going to linger for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh. She's telling him, no, the reason I want to go there is because my parents are there, in case you forgot, asshole. Also, other family, other plural families. And that's when Cody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't believe in plural marriage. You don't believe in polygamy anymore. You're not into this religion. How are you going to go there to be around other plural families?
1: He doesn't understand why else she would want to move there.
0: Maybe because there's a large community of ex-polygamists.
1: Specifically her family as well, too. A lot of the people in her family are no longer polygamists as well. But then here's where we get into some more top-notch Hard-hitting questions from Robin. She's the Diane Sawyer of the family.
0: She wants to know if Christine still believes in the principle.
1: And Christine has to explain, as you would to a toddler, I think it's right for some people. And if they have a testimony for it, great. Go ahead and live it. And then Robin has to ask directly, though, but what about you?
0: Do you still believe in the polygamies? Is it your testimony? I really thought when she started that question, she's like, This might be a little personal. Like, I thought she was going to ask her if there was another person that she was leaving Cody for.
1: Ooh, that would have been way better of a question.
0: That is where I thought she was going with it. And then we
1: got this question. What a dud. Because no, of course not. I don't. I just told you I don't believe in polygamy. It doesn't work for me. So why the fuck would I still live it? No. Basically, the question that Robin asked and was trying to ask was, Can you do what Mary is doing right now,
0: which really works for me? (laughs) Does it work for Mary? Because it doesn't really seem to, to be going very well. No, it does not work for Mary. It works for
1: Robin. It works for Robin. And that's what she needs. She needs compliance.
0: Cody's been thinking about this over in that chair while he finishes another bottle of Plexus. And he's thinking that maybe because their relationship was bad for so many years, that turned Christine against the idea of plural marriage.
1: But you know what? I'm pretty sure that's Christine's fault somehow. If I really think about it a little bit more.
0: She just needed so much attention.
1: That was it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go with that. The same amount of attention I give to Robin.
1: Oh, yeah. But I can only do that with one wife because there's only so many hours in a day. So it's going to be Robin. It's not going to be you, Christine. Sorry. But then this is where Robin goes full on like a kid trying to keep her parents' marriage together.
0: Well, if your relationship was good with Cody, would you stay? And just keep living the principle, even though you didn't believe in it.
1: So you want Christine to live a lie, basically, (laughs) is what you're saying. You want her to live like Mary, where it is convenient for you. Fuck off, Robin.
0: Why would you as a sister wife want to have a sister wife who doesn't believe in the principle, therefore doesn't believe in a lot of the things that bring you equality in your marriage to the same husband, but you would want her to do that just for the sake of staying?
1: So then that way I don't have to explain to my kids what divorce is even though I myself have been through a divorce.
0: Christine tells her, you know what? I can't even begin to fathom having a good relationship with Cody.
1: That's why this question is so difficult to understand. Because if we want to play the what if game, who knows? Who cares? I don't. And I'm done.
0: She's definitely done because she's prayed a lot about this. And in the end, she decided that, you know what? God is like a parent. And Just like I wouldn't want my kids to be unhappy, he doesn't want me to be sad and unhappy all the time. So I am quite comfortable with my decision to leave.
1: Look, me and God are pretty tight. We've been tight because he got me into this whole polygamy thing from the start. And we were on the same page. We were working through it. I was going to do it. And then it ended up being pretty shitty. So I'm getting out. I'm out the game.
0: This is where things start to shift in the conversation. Cody's going on about how Christine made this decision without him. And he's angry, but it's really an honest place. There's no sense in them continuing to try to kill themselves to redeem things. They've tried it. It hasn't worked. And this is really the most honest place, she keeps saying.
1: We thought it was bad in Vegas. It only got worse in Flagstaff. So then we shift gears into a really heartfelt announcement from Cody about the patriarchy.
0: Something snapped. In his brain when Christine said that things got worse here. And you can see he starts to shift in his chair. And then he gets that look on his face where you know he's about to say something really fucking stupid.
1: So this is just a general reminder to everyone that the reason my relationship with Christine went off the rails is because Christine didn't do as she was told. And that hurt the family. So it's time to shape up or ship out the rest of you.
0: Yeah. He tells him you're going to need to conform to patriarchy. I am the head of the family now and I demand that respect. Janelle on the couch is like, what the fuck is he talking about? I didn't sign up for that.
1: And Cody has to remind her, oh, ho ho, yes, you did, honey. That's the system. That's what polygamy is.
0: Yeah, like you said before, what I heard from Cody is now that we cut this bad egg loose, listen up because things are going to be my way or the highway from now on. And if you don't like it, then hitch a fucking ride with Christine out of here.
1: Because Christine chose the highway. So now we got to do it my way. (laughs) But he does have a little moment though where he is disappointed in himself for the wild mismanagement that took place between his relationship with him and Christine.
0: No, the thing that he's upset about is that he gave his wives independence. And in the end, that has bit him in the ass because they don't listen to him or respect him for anything. And he's telling him, I am at a point in my life where I can have people around me who don't respect me, which is some real shit because we know most of his children don't respect him.
1: And I think that this is interesting too because then when people say that, they have the term of respect. There's a difference between respecting as an individual, as a person, as a human being. There's a level of respect, a general level of respect, and then respect as an authoritarian listening to what I say, do as I say type of a thing. And I think he always usually goes with that second definition of respect and that's not realistic.
0: That is what he's asking for here. He wants to be, when he says the head of the family, do what I say and that's the bottom line. Otherwise, get out of here. I'm not interested in having any fights with you anymore. I'm the decision maker now.
1: He's going full fascist now.
0: (laughs) He's having a narc meltdown where Christine has embarrassed him immensely and now he's having to get everyone else in line that they have to listen to him and only him and he's not going to put up with anything else anymore because he will not be embarrassed a second time actually it's technically a third time because i would count the catfishing as a pretty big embarrassment
1: it's still embarrassing
0: robin just hopes everyone is taking this seriously and will embrace the patriarchy please this is
1: gonna rock the family to the core Cody is sorry that we have all failed at polygamy. (laughs) Let us reunite
0: under this banner and move forward stronger than ever. Next episode, Cody worries about tight quarters after touring Janelle's new RV. And Mary feels hurt when Cody suggests that she move away to run the bed and breakfast full time.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. I love, again, another example of Cody being completely on the wrong page with his wife because Janelle's like, whoa, this is huge. And Cody walked through it and he's like, man, this thing's small for the RV.
0: (laughs) No, it's going to be a good, I think this is going to be a fun episode. It's a little break from the serious conversations that we've been having.
1: That is going to be good. I think for the fans who've been here for the long haul, I think it's going to be a good one. It's not going to be as entertaining as some of the drama that we've seen in these bigger conversations, though.
0: Then we do have one last thing that happens. Then the family reunites for Isabel's graduation party with a bittersweet celebration.
1: Oh.
0: If anyone saw the pictures from Isabel's graduation, if you haven't, go check them out on, I think they're on her Instagram. Instagram. They're on Christine's Instagram. There's a great picture where Christine and Cody are posing with Isabel. And Cody is up on those tippy toes because he'll be damned if he has any of these women making him look short.
1: Oh, but he's still four inches under Isabel because Isabel wore the highest heels that she possibly could wear just to show him up. And it's great.
0: <laughs> I love that they're trolling him, really emasculating him for the rest of the season.
1: It's very good.
0: Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on Apple podcast or Spotify.
1: Be sure to tweet with us about the episode at surviving underscore pod.
0: Stay tuned, share with friends. See you next week.